Welcome to the Relentless Growth Podcast with Chris Goodman, where business owners and personal growth junkies just like you get their fix of tough questions and powerful coaching conversations so you can become your best, find your purpose, discover new levels of freedom, and lead others in their pursuit of relentless growth. Let's get started. Welcome back, everybody. This is Chris, and we are on episode 35. I just got back from St. Lucia, so I'm well-rested. I'm sunburned and peeling just a little bit. So if you follow me and Lindsay on Instagram, you saw our amazing pictures of how beautiful this place we stayed was. And now you can laugh a little bit knowing that I'm in a little bit of pain over here from my sunburn. <laughs> I got lots of messages like, oh my gosh, this is so beautiful, but it's snowed six inches back here, or we got an inch of ice at home, for instance. So now everybody can laugh at me because, you know, I didn't use enough sunscreen. Anyway, you know, we were down there. We were really enjoying our time. We took a seven-day vacation, just the two of us, to relax. And it started to wash over me that we've gotten really good at going, what do we want and what do we not want? Looking at this trip, it's a perfect example. We knew what we wanted, a relaxing, sunny beach, specifically Caribbean vacation where we could just relax and check out. Now, we also needed a couple things so we could have you know access to work like Wi-Fi and et cetera. But we also knew what we didn't want. We didn't want to waste a lot of time getting there. We didn't want, like for instance, we didn't go to Costa Rica because we didn't want to lose time traveling to and from the airport. And it, this came up again today, this sort of practice of looking at what we want versus what we don't want. And it came up like this. I was in a Clubhouse conversation. If you're not familiar with Clubhouse, it's an app where people join in a verbal conversation and you can just talk and hang out. So it's like a Zoom meeting without the video, essentially, if you can imagine that. So I'm in this Clubhouse conversation today and somebody said, well, what do you do when you just don't know what you want? And between our experience in St. Lucia and hearing her question, it started to wash over me that, okay, this is a common thing. And I start going back and remembering when clients over the past few months have hit this similar barrier of, I don't know what I want here. So this episode, number 35 here, we're going to address the couple reasons why this happens and about seven tips or ways to get out from under that I don't know what I want aspect of life that happens all the time. So first, I just want to take you through these two reasons that I see all the time of when it seems to happen and why it seems to happen. And the first part of that is the thinking behind this. And when I say this, I mean saying, I don't know what I want. The thought behind that is self-centered. Now, I don't mean that in necessarily a bad way. I just mean that it's very focused on you, right? And protecting your interests. I don't know what I want really all about you, not a greater purpose, mission, or something like it. So number one, like I said, that's most likely accidental and it's not necessarily a bad thing. However, it is rooted in some sort of lack or obligation, right? I don't know what I want and I should, or I don't know what I want and that's bad, or I don't know what I want, but I do want more. Something like that is happening under the surface there. So I just want to highlight that as we kind of go through some of these ways to unpack it because it does put the focus back on you instead of something greater than you. 
So number two, reasons this happens, why it happens, maybe there's no one or no resource stretching you to outgrow the idea that you don't know what you want. For instance, people are going to hit a natural ceiling all the time. You're going to hit a natural ceiling in your achievements somewhere along the lines. And unless someone or something is there to push you past it, to help you outgrow that, you'll stay right there, right? Or even worse, you'll revert back to poor performance or less performance. Anyway, you get the point here that number one, this thinking is all about you. And number two, there's no one pushing you past it. And it's a great way to stay stuck, right? So we're going to fix those couple things. So we're going to go through some tips. I have about seven of how to get out of this. The first one is we're going to figure out what you don't want. Second one, we're going to answer the question, what does that tell me about what I do want? Number three, identify the most important personal values to you and why that's important. Number four, I'm going to recommend a future self-exercise. Number five, we're going to ask the question, if I absolutely knew I only had three years left to live, what would I do? Number six, we're going to invite some quiet into your life. And number seven, we're going to be patient. So that's just a quick preview of how we're going to move through this and a few of the ways that I walk clients out of that situation of I don't know what I want. All right, let's slow down for a second and go through these one at a time. Okay. If you're sitting there thinking, I don't know what I want, right? I have a great job or I've got a great business and I'm happy, I'm healthy, I have all these things, I've worked my tail off maybe, and I kind of have the life that I dreamed of a long time ago. Now you're sitting there thinking, I don't know what you want. Okay, so number one, I said, we're going to figure out what you don't want. This is going to be some odd or strange English here, so just (laughs) bear with me on the grammatical impropriety here. But at the end of the day, this is a really common thing. I, I hear, I don't know what I want. And I instantly go, okay, if you don't know what you want, let's start with what you don't want. What's the number one thing you don't want? So for instance, if somebody has a great business and things are thriving there, it's growing, the team is doing well, customers are thrilled, and they go, I don't know what's next. And I'll say, okay, what do you not want? I go, well, I don't want to be broke. And we start unpacking one step at a time from there. Okay, what would it look like if you were broke? How would you know if you were broke? Tell me more about being broke. And we dig down into what's important about that. All of this adds new layers onto what they don't want. Then we just use that as a guide toward what they do want. Hopefully that makes sense. Uh, You know, you're going to hear me do this in coaching over the next, well, however many episodes involve coaching, it almost always comes up. It's just a very simple way to say, okay, if you don't know how to go left, what happens if we go right? If you don't know what you want, What happens if we talk about what you don't want? It's a really simple way to just flip the script. So I would encourage you if you hit this spot, I don't know what I want you to do in this relationship. I don't know what I want my new career to look like. I don't know what my next business should look like. If you're saying things like that, let's hit the pause button and go, okay, what do I not want? Outline as many things as you can, especially the really important pieces, and let that start to guide you back toward what you do want. All right, number two, answer the question, what does that tell me about what I do want? Right? This is great to start putting color on it by going, what do I not want? What do I do want? And kind of exploring it. But let's really dig in there and say, what does that really tell me? What feedback does that give me about what I do want? 
Now, granted, we're talking conceptually here. So you're going to have to plug in your specific situation, your specific issues, whatever's going on for you, and start answering these questions. You know, I tell you all the time on these different episodes that just learning here isn't going to cut it. You're going to have to apply and implement these questions and answers to actually experience some transformations and breakthroughs in your life and in your business. All right, so number one, assess what we don't want, answer that question. Number two, go back and answer what does that tell me about what I do want and really dig in and get as much clarity out of those two questions as you can. All right, so number three is really simple. Just like everything I enjoy about coaching, I want to make it as simple as possible. This one is outlining your personal values. If you've never taken a few minutes to do this, I think you'll be impressed with how much clarity you can get just by going, this is what's important to me. So when I sit down about twice a year, I sit down and carve out time for myself and my business and go, okay, let's make sure I'm still in alignment with my personal values here. If I don't know what I want, I can look at my values and say, am I at least on the right path? So for instance, for me, integrity, respect, growth, humor, gratitude, ownership, leadership, passion. These are some of my core values, my personal values that are really important to me. You can't see me, but my hands are moving all around right now (laughs) because they're that important. So I'll take stock in that and go, am I acting in alignment with those important values or is something off? If an opportunity comes up, I'll measure it up against my values. So if I'm stuck in this situation of I don't know what I want, I can easily slow down look at these values and they can help me make decisions about where I can connect with them moving forward, right? Really simple exercise. I'm actually going to interview somebody coming up in the near future here to explain how she moved through these personal values, related them back into her business, how it helped guide her towards what she does want and not what she doesn't want. All right. So you guys get the point. Take a few minutes to identify your own personal values. Number four, a future self-exercise. I highly recommend you go back to the previous episode, which is number 27, and do that future self-exercise. So if you're sitting there saying, I don't know what I want next, let's get you out of this current body, this current mind, this current trap, and let's take you to a different time, a different place, a different situation entirely where you can gain some perspective. That future self-exercise is one of the best ways to get unstuck about what you want right now. Let's start asking bigger questions about what would future you say is important at the end of your life? What do you want 50 years from now for yourself, for your family, for your reputation, for your name, for your brand, for your business? And let's get out of this current, I want to say trap that you're stuck in, right? This, I don't know what I want right now. Future self-exercise is a great way to pull out of that trap. All right, number five. Ask and answer this question, and I'm going to encourage you to dig really deep on it. If I only had, as in like I knew I only had three years left to live, what would I want to do? What must I do? If I only had three years left to live, what must I do? This will start to really push you in a different direction out of, well, I could do that, and I could do that, and I could do this, and I don't know. I could get my real estate license. I don't know. I could start another business. I don't know. I could retire and live on a beach. I could do all these things. Let's force your hand a little bit and say, if you only had three years left to live, what must you do to finish out your life? What would you feel compelled to do? And 
as always, I encourage you to really be honest in those answers. Say, I, you know, I want to spend time with family. I, I want to build that business that gives back the way that you know, I've always wanted to do, but just never made it a priority. And let your mind get creative there. So as you can see, moving through these, these are not complicated things, right? They might be some novel questions or like the future self exercise might be something new to you. That's the idea is to take you to a new place with new thoughts where you can create a new future instead of this one where you're stuck. Okay, already at number six here, I'm going to encourage you to get very quiet. It's so easy to get caught in these little traps like I don't know what I want or I don't know what to do next or I don't know what's best or I don't know how I'm going to make more money. It's very easy to get caught up in the noise of that. The stress of that starts to compound. All of these things start rushing in and we turn into this little monster that's in a fight or flight stress response, right? And we all do this. No one is immune to this. The best coaches on earth that I've worked with are not immune to this. Everybody experiences it in some way. So what do we do? Take a minute to get very quiet or take 30 minutes or take two hours, however long it takes. Slow down and work through this. Here are some tools that work really well for my clients. Number one, mindfulness. And I've heard people say this is the worst term for this experience because mindfulness suggests that your mind is full of things and lots of thoughts when the reality is mindfulness is about emptying the mind, calming the mind. So ways to get there, right, are meditation is probably the most popular way, walking and clearing your mind that way, doing something that really focuses on one thing, like reading a really great book to slow the rest of the mind down, somehow getting control back of your mind is what I'm getting. I encourage my clients to at least experiment with meditation. And I don't mean that you have to be an expert, right? When you sit down, it might be two minutes of meditation, literally two minutes. If you've never experienced this, I recommend a couple of apps. Number one, Calm, it's just C-A-L-M, has several great meditations on it. Headspace is another app that's really good for entry-level meditation and just getting used to sitting down and being quiet. It, it starts at, I think, one minute. So you can really break into it that way. The goal here is to get control of your breathing and reset your physiology so it's not in that stress response and calm the mind enough to where you can think clearly and at least invite in some new thoughts, some new opportunities that may not have been there before. Other ways that my clients you know, unpack this busyness in their mind, the monkey mind as they call it in meditation, other ways they get around that are journaling, dumping it all out. You would probably laugh at the pages that clients can fill in five minutes with how many thoughts are just bouncing around in their mind. I know this might seem remedial to a lot of people who are you know, already steeped in a tradition of personal growth, but guys, we have to realize that a lot of people are starting fresh. I couldn't tell you how many people have asked me for some kind of personal growth 101 lessons, you know, and this is it right here. Figuring out what works for you to get the mind quiet. For some people, it's prayer. Some people, it's meditation. Some people, it's mindfulness. Some people, it's walking. Some people, it's journaling, right? If those don't work for you, obviously, coaching is probably the best way to unpack this. You have somebody else in your corner to go, okay, I see what's happening here. Let me slow you down and let me ask you this. I remember yesterday, I was coaching a client 
and I asked her a question and she instantly over the phone, right? Instantly got stressed. I could hear her physical changes, her shoulders coming up, her neck coming back like a turtle almost, right? Her breath getting tight, words getting sharp. Everything changed when I asked her this question. I said, whoa, slow down. Breathe in, count to six. Breathe out and count to six. Now, she was not having a panic attack. I want to be clear on that. This was just regular old high stress. And throughout the course of that call, I had to slow her down at least three or four times because she was falling into that stress response. So what we're really doing is finding different ways that work for you to calm the mind, get quiet, and be able to really focus again. If you're looking for other tools or resources, I highly recommend Dr. Joe Dispenza's work. You can find free meditations from him on YouTube. Right now, I'm reading the book, Breaking the Habit of Being Yourself, which is an excellent way to pause and slow down and figure out where we need to get quiet. Another great book I like for this is Stillness is the Key by Ryan Holiday. And he quotes a lot of Stoics from back in the day who were you know, the prime examples of controlling their emotions and controlling their thoughts and staying in their strength and power regardless of what kind of stress was coming at them. All that said, explore different ways to get very quiet and then come back to, okay, what do I want? What do I not want? What would my future self advise me to do? If I only had three years left to live, then what would I do? Okay. Number seven, this is probably the easiest of all of them for some of you and the most difficult of all of them for some of you. <laughs> Be patient. That's all number seven is. Be patient. Be willing to experience the emotions behind this little trap of I don't know what I want. Be willing to get curious about, well, I'm going to start exploring. I'm going to see what I can figure out here. Sometimes the new idea of what you do want just isn't ripe yet. So just be patient. All right, guys, I told you that would be simple. And it is. Just like all great coaching, it's not as complicated as you think. But here's a review. Number one, figure out what you don't want. If you're caught in that trap of, God, I just don't know what to do next. I don't know what I want. Go the other way. What do you not want? Number two, answer the question. What does that tell me about what I do want? See if you can get some clarity by unpacking that. Number three, identify your most important personal values and see what patterns are there and where you can connect into new opportunities and those personal values. Number four, use the future self exercise. That's what it's for. You don't have to do it just one time and get everything out of it in one time. Do it 10 times if that's what it takes. Number five, ask and answer, if I absolutely knew I only had three years left to live, what would I do then? Number six, invite some quiet and stillness into your life. Whatever means works for you. Number seven, do your best to be patient. All right, if that doesn't work, obviously, call me, text me, whatever you need to do, get in touch with me and I'll see if I can help you out. I love to coach on this kind of thing in terms of being stuck because there's always another avenue. It's not just the path A and path B. There's always a path C. There's always a way out. We just have to get creative. All right, guys. So I love your feedback on these. Send me a message on Instagram and let me know if this worked for you. And if you're ready for coaching, that last spot, I do have uh, several interviews lining up for that. So 
It's probably going to be gone here soon, but if you're interested in coaching, I do have a wait list. Let's have a conversation and see about when it's time for you to start so that we can work through things like this every week. Right now, I'm going through this kind of slowly and methodically. On a one-on-one call, I can do this in just a couple of minutes and knock it out. So if that's what you're interested in, go to Goodman Coaching Inc., hit the work with me link there, fill up a quick application, and let's get a conversation between the two of us. If I'm not a fit, guys, I'll point you to someone who is. I know hundreds of coaches around the world who specialize in all kinds of things, and our goal is all the same. We just want you to grow through your current obstacle and improve your life and business. Thanks, everybody, for listening. And if this worked for you, make sure you share it with a friend. Thanks for listening to this episode of Relentless Growth. If you're ready to start leading your life and business with a new level of passion, purpose, and relentless growth, go to goodmancoachinginc.com, where you can join the email list and sign up for a coaching consultation right now.